0: Morning. morgan has a drink in front of her does it have alcohol a splash <laughs> all right well that you know what that means it's time to record the show yes. are you good to go yes for real yes are you sure okay hello and welcome to bad reception whether the critics hated it the audiences ignored it or the network pulled the plug we're here to try to make the best of bad tv i'm one of your hosts my name is mike
1: and in this corner coming in at most of my pounds the reigning champion morgan i almost said my last name
0: but nobody <laughs> needs to know that <laughs> nobody cares Nobody cares. No one uh, knows how to spell it. I didn't anyway. know you were the reigning champion. When did this happen? This is exciting news. Wait, did you beat Ronda Rousey? I did. Wow. I did.
1: I definitely know who that is. I, <laughs> you know who Ronda Rousey I
0: know is. Who Ronda Rousey is. <laughs> She's the reigning RAW Women's Champion. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was. Yep. I yes and. I <laughs> <laughs> Those
0: improv classes are paying, <laughs> really off. paying
1: off Yeah See but it wasn't in the ring So I don't know if it really counts Oh it, it definitely doesn't count It has to be an officially sanctioned match Starbucks pickup counter And you just punched her right in the face I did Damn. It was completely un- unwarranted She was picking up her You do the research and you insert her favorite Starbucks <laughs> her right favorite drink favorite <laughs> drink And okay. then I was like I didn't like the way she Caramel was Caramel macchiato do you want to get that clean? <laughs> I think I was stepping in your line. Uh, I didn't like the way she was looking at me. And then I was like, yo. And she was like, she smiled at me and she kind of like waved. And then I was like, no, yo. And then she like pulled out a pen like she was going to give me an autograph. And then I slugged her right in her gob. And then I was like, yeah. And then the barista behind the counter was like, oh, my God, you're the reigning rainin', champion.
0: Well, they are the ones that decide. So
1: They had a confetti cannon. Balloons. Oh. They had a balloon canopy that opened up and balloons rained down. I think the mayor came in.
0: The mayor of what?
1: The mayor, and he <laughs> of he, Starbucks. He gave me, he he shook my hand, mm-hmm. and then he gave me a sash that said "reigning champion." So I'm pretty sure, for all intents and purposes, I am the reigning
0: champion. But do you have a belt, Michael? What are we watching this week? Thanks to our friend Thomas, um, we are going to be watching a.
1: Star of Edit Bays and Screen. Continue.
0: Mm -hmm. The very talented... Uh, Mr. Thomas has provided us with a DVD of the television program called Miracles. He asked me if we would do it on the show if he bought the DVD, and I said, Sure, if you buy it, I will we'll do it, we'll do it for the show. Um, you're
1: welcome, Thomas.
0: So if this one sucks, you, you guys know who to blame. You can
1: get him on Twitter at t h th- <laughs> At Thomas, <laughs> uh, he got in early.
0: So, Morgan, you don't know anything about what we're going to watch. No. Even though you should because I've talked to you about it before, but apparently weren't listening.
1: I, full disclosure to our audience, I don't listen to anything he says.
0: You <laughs> not even when you listen back to the podcast?
1: If I had a nickel for every time he has said, do you not remember me going over this <laughs> with you, I would be
0: so fucking rich. It's true. What do you think a show called Miracles is about? What information do you need from me? First, I'm 99% sure that I have
1: this already locked down in my mind. Okay. Gather in children. So you don't need any
0: information to make your... Yeah.
1: Gather in children okay. and sit, uh, sit at my feet, mine feet. Miracles. <laughs> we open in on an open field somewhere in Missouri. Um, I, think it's
0: pronounced, I think it's pronounced Missouri. So, cause it was worth it for that joke.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we stopped down for my big cinematic opening, but okay. Okay. Okay, we're in Missouri. And we're in an open field and it's daytime, and we pan across empty FAGO cans, and then we come upon a set of feet. And as we slowly pan up, we see gross, tattered jeans and an ironic looking jersey. And then we pan up on a face that has been whited out with black markings, almost likened to a clown. To a clown.
0: I feel like I know where you're going with and this. And
1: this person opens their mouth and they talk to, they begin to speak in rhymes and riddles. Uh, they start to talk about magnets and how do they work and that they are miracles. Do I have it <laughs> is correct?
0: This, is this the end of the bit? <laughs> and, um, is it is uh, and, it violent J? <laughs>
1: I couldn't even tell you anybody that's involved in the NSYNC.
0: I can't remember uh, the other one. ICP.
1: Uh, it doesn't matter. We don't need to talk about it. We don't them. need to give them so any... So you tell me. What do I need to know about this show?
0: The year is 2003. That's when this show came out.
1: I was still in high school. Were you?
0: No, I was not. Continue. Uh, I had been out for a year. The star of this show is a big name movie star. And by big name, I mean... Not a big name, but he was a movie star, and I want you to try to guess who it is. Tom Atkins. No, Tom Atkins is just a, a movie star. the One of the biggest, I think.
1: You said he was a movie star. Oh, you're just saying he was never in a television show. Right. I'm going to say...
0: he's He came out in the 90s, and he's a handsome man. And he looks like another celebrity, which is, I think, why he got the initial role that he did. Thomas Jane. No, but do you mean Thomas Jane looks like Aaron Eckhart? Yes. Because, of course, he does. Um, no. Aaron Eckhart is a doll. Although, uh, I think they both came on the scene at the same time, so they just happened to look like each other. I
1: have the floor now.
0: <laughs> he debuted in a horror film, one of my favorite horror films from the 90s. What? <laughs> this is such good podcasting. This is
1: really hard for me. Um, is it a Wes Craven film? Yes. Ooh, I can't oh, and it's poor man's Johnny Depp.
0: That's correct.
1: What is his name? His I can't name remember. Is
0: Skeet Ulrich.
1: I should be able to remember someone with a name like Skeet Ulrich.
0: That's correct. Oh my um, God. So the star of this is Skeet Ulrich, and there's also another guy whose name is Angus McFadden, That's but I'm fake. not. I'm not familiar with him, but I'm guessing from his name that he is Scottish.
1: Are we sure it's not McFadden?
0: If There's a Y. Okay. But I'm not sure. Who knows how he pronounces it?
1: McFago. Gone.
0: Oh, the connections are coming already. And it's called Miracles, and I believe the way that I was pitched the show is that it is a religious version of The X-Files. Holy
1: effing. Well, isn't that Millennium?
0: Mm, I mean, Millennium is like...
1: It's more like End of Days, but it's definitely... Rooted in religion,
0: is it? I think so. I don't remember. I just remember hey. that Millennium is like super dark. Right in what is Millennium? <laughs> Does anybody know? Has anybody ever watched Millennium?
1: And what is Robbie?
0: Josh will know. Josh. Josh, Josh, Josh watched Millennium. oh good. I, I watched the first season, but I couldn't tell you what it is. I
1: definitely watched it because I know my aunt. Well, because I was a, I was in a big X Files household. No braggies, but I know my aunt had a crush on the main guy, Lance so. Henriksen.
0: Yes. What? Nobody has a crush on Lance Henriksen. She
1: loves him and she loves Ed Harris. You put the pieces together. I mean, don't
0: get me wrong. Lance Henriksen is awesome. But, like, having a crush on him seems kind of weird. But that's fine. Hey, different strokes for different folks. Hey,
1: Noni. Continue.
0: Is she a big listener? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think she She definitely knows
1: what a podcast is. Continue.
0: So, what could we expect from something that would be a religious version of the X-Files?
1: I will definitely need somebody... Um, In all seriousness, first of all, there's an episode of the X Files on this. Uh, maybe in our opening and uh, the pilot, we'll get you know what are those people? There's Priest. A, no, there's Pastor. like a word for no, the like the um the like snake and oil sales
0: or snake oil salesman. Oh, uh, like a uh, like a televangelist.
1: Kind of or like evangelist? Somebody, or like the like a person who's like I can. I'm communing with God, and this land has had an, a bad drought, and I yeah, can speak yeah, yeah, to him, yeah. that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, the cheesy, traveling... Snake oil salesman. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's what I'm guessing. Also, I really want somebody to turn water into wine, mostly because I like wine.
0: But I'm curious, so, like, I'm assuming that it's coming from a place, like, in this world, religion is 100% true, and that these guys are solving miracles. Or are
1: they treating it more like a paranormal thing? I don't know. That's, I mean, it's, where it's I, that's what miracles. I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, though. It's like, we're we're setting out to debunk.
0: Oh, it's like miracle schmiracles.
1: No, well, that's maybe the attitude, but like the X-Files, they're like, well, we can't explain away this, so maybe there is God.
0: Right. That's what I'm guessing is like, they're, yeah. they're going to be skeptical and then they're going to see it and they're going to be like, this toast doesn't have Jesus on it. And then they're like, holy smokes, it super does. And he just winked at me. Mm-hmm.
1: And he's got um, the double double guns up.
0: It's just dogma. Yeah, this is basically going
1: to be, but not funny, probably.
0: But from what I know of the show, is it is a this is a case of network pulled the plug that people actually really like this show. It debuted right after the Super Bowl, so like it had pretty big you numbers. Have to say
1: the big game, They'll get us.
0: <laughs> We're not talking about it. It's okay. You can say the words. It debuted right after the Super Bowl um, and started off having pretty big numbers, and then started fading. And apparently like it was a show that just kept getting moved around time slot and like missing week after week and people never knew when it was on. And so people like just stopped watching it because they didn't know what was going on, but that it has a really devoted fan base. So I'm thinking probably like Invasion when we watched Invasion. Like,
1: oh, yeah, that show was awesome.
0: Yeah. So I think there's potential just because <laughs> I've heard that it's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, it only lasted seven episodes and it sounds like it has a weird setup. But I kind of like Skeet Ulrich or Ulrich. I don't know.
1: I'm going to go with Ulrich on this one. But what was the network? ABC. Oh, so they were trying to compete with Fox. Were they?
0: Yeah. So this, well, in 2003, was X-Files still on?
1: It was wrapping.
0: E- it was yeah. like the end.
1: It was towards the end. Yeah. yeah. I think we got Mulder just now coming back. Um, okay. Yeah. Hey, he came back, guys. And then so, he came back again.
0: Let's, let's get and into it's specifics. Terrible. Morgan, what are we going to see on this show?
1: okay so they're investigating this i don't know the answer uh, okay. you have to just
0: say what's something that we're gonna see in this episode i know uh, and we're gonna watch the pilot probably right i
1: would imagine yeah. so we learned our lesson last week <laughs>
0: uh um <I'm, laughs> we didn't do it on purpose
1: uh i'm i'm expecting at least one shot of like
0: butt cheeks just I mean, naked man ass because
1: mm-hmm. jesus was big on mooning
0: I don't know, there's a lot of naked pictures of Jesus. Well, I guess he's usually got his junk covered up, but, like, otherwise.
1: I know. First of all, that huge public display, uh, just <laughs> for everyone uh, up on the yeah, cross. Yeah, most
0: of the times when people were crucified, fully clothed. Yeah. But he was, like, insisting. Jesus was like, no, dude, He's like, I gotta doing... show this well, off. Well,
1: yeah, what they didn't—what's been cut out of the Bible is his <laughs> devotion to P90X, Uh he want to show it off i don't blame him yeah. uh, i'm expecting like a really ominous close-up on some sort of religious symbol let's go with a cross across <laughs> from where nah, nah, uh, nah. i don't know i don't think i want to go with cross okay i think i want to go with like an oroboros or something
0: okay which that's one it. is that
1: that's the i'm probably butchering it it's the snake snake e- yeah that's what too. i thought it was yeah, yeah.
0: oroboros that's what i'm writing down So that's what you're expecting. Yeah,
1: I want an Ouroboros.
0: I think that there's gonna be, I I think it'll start with like a fake out, like where where it's gonna be like, it's a miracle, and then they're gonna disprove it. Oh my God, there's a spill everywhere.
1: Technical difficulties.
0: We'll be right back. What were we talking about? Before right. before you spilled so, your entire drink on the table, it,
1: there is still two fingers left in my <laughs> pink drink. But um, you were saying that there would be
0: a fake out of some sort, right? So I think they'll it'll start. We open on a fake out, like they're like there was a, a the, the Virgin Mary appeared in the water stain on my wall, and then they'll come in there, and then they'll be like, "Oh wow, this is pretty convincing." Psych, look at this. I can tell you did it you did it yourselves to get money so they're kind of like ghostbusters
1: (gasps) yes oh my god i love this already
0: is that like ghostbusters don't the ghostbusters usually find ghosts
1: no i meant ghost hunters
0: okay (laughs) yeah they're like the ghost hunters yeah we're like yeah of course every time they want it to be a miracle but they have to be like
1: (gasps) do you think this is like speaking of that sorry to cut you off do you think it's like they're covering a television show like Sigit Ulrich is like the host. Of, oh, like
0: like, the, like he's the Zach Bagans. Yeah,
1: he's the Zach Bagans in this world. Maybe. And they're going around, and but this is like the first time that they've in, like in the pilot were actually encountering a real life instance of hold for the train, please. Can we hold for that train?
0: You good? You good? If, if you can keep down the the honk and train, that'd be Jesus great. Jesus
1: Christ. Um, where was I? Yes, and so um,
0: oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. I don't think they get here okay. that much.
1: Uh, yeah, and this is going to be the first instance of an actual. Wait for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Miracle! Miracle! I think that that's a pretty likely thing. The other way it could go is that like they discover miracles all the time, and they're like, another miracle. Jeez, this is getting kind of boring. Too many miracles, if you ask me. Well, I don't. I don't know what the tra- trajectory would be on that. <laughs> God, <laughs> I
1: mean, if I have to see another shroud of Turin. I'm so shoot it has, yeah, in the it face. has to
0: be that they're going around investigating miracles to see if they're real or not. But then sometimes they are, or maybe this is like, yeah, like you said, like this is like the first time, yeah. But then that like it has to continue to go. There has to be like an like a monster of the week, a miracle of the week.
1: <gasps> oh my god, yeah. Or
0: do you or, think it's going to be scary? He said it was like the X Files. Yeah, the X-Files I'm hoping is kind of. And now scary. that I've got
1: the idea of Millennium in my head, I'm kind of hoping it's going to be dark. Millennium or, is about
0: serial killers, though. <gasps>
1: Yeah, but isn't it tied into the apocalypse too? It There's might like be, a big But I don't roar. remember. But I
0: he is definitely like he f- is on like the trail of a serial killer. But it also has supernatural elements. Yeah. Also, okay. his name is Frank Black, which I remember. Oh
1: yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Ah, oh, floods, floods of memories. Um, do you think or miracles could be Buffy, Buffy style kind mm-hmm. of thing? And but Skidoric, and he's going to be like the next Jesus. So he's I'm training, pretty sure not. He's training to be Jesus, and he's got to fight off demons.
0: And, like, we never know, like, is it real or is he crazy? It's like a real Joan of Arc situation. Yes. I don't think it's going to be that, but that would be pretty sweet.
1: Oh, man.
0: I don't think it would be called Miracles. And
1: Trent Reznor is going to provide the soundtrack to it.
0: Oh, yeah. 2003, that would be... I mean, I mean, I mean... I mean. I, I would be all, all on board for this show. As a matter of fact, I kind of want to just watch that show now, because there's no way that's what this is.
1: He's got to be Jesus.
0: Do you think it's going to be good? Um, the, Are you so optimistic?
1: I am optimistic, just because you talking about Invasion, and we had established that that had a huge fan base, and that was very disappointed when the network pulled the plug on it. Yeah. Um, and I am with them. It was the pilot was really well set up and and full disclosure i've never revisited it but i would totally yeah i do um, want to watch the rest of that
0: sometime the only thing that the only thing that holds me back is that it doesn't have a resolution it just ends on a cliffhanger so yeah that's lame
1: then you get to make it up yourself (laughs) cool well Um,
0: i think that's probably all we need to talk about is there anything else you need to know about this show
1: guys just put your faith in us
0: (laughs) morgan's motioning to me take it away And on with miracles. I hate you. Paul Callan has dedicated his life to explaining the unexplained. What's going on? There's no ghost. Now he's about
1: to encounter an evil so powerful. This one looks like the real thing. It will threaten his future. He healed people. I saw it. He healed me. His faith. Devil always comes in wondrous guise. Even his life. This could become very dangerous to you, Paul. I think it already has. Monday, January 27th on ABC. Viewer discretion advised.
0: And we're back. Back. We just watched the pilot for Miracles, or Smiracles, as I like to call it. What is this show, Morgan?
1: Well, (laughs) you got some things right. We did not get... A lot of things, right?
0: I think it's. I think we we're in the ballpark, but not quite there. It's a little bit different than what we were. I'm disappointed
1: expecting. in myself because the very obvious thing that I should have said, and I was thinking but did not state, is them our protagonists will be dealing with their own faith.
0: Right. I mean that kind of goes with the the, the territory. Title. Classic, um, the Exorcist kind of setup.
1: This definitely has the vibe of the Exorcist. Yeah. In fact, we'll get into it because. We'll get into it. Uh, let's, hey, Michael.
0: Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's. This is the part of the program where we get into it. <laughs> hey. Bum, welcome. Uh, let's get into it. Welcome to yeah. our podcast within the
1: podcast called. Let's Listen get into it. it. Up top, you get points. We open up. There is a grave digging relocation situation. Wait a second.
0: Before we get to the, even to the show, what's the very first thing that we see?
1: we see a placard warning us that there's going to be intense material that we're about to watch.
0: It says, warning, intense subject matter, parental discretion advised, or whatever.
1: And we both called our mommies.
0: we were like, is it cool if we watch this? And they didn't answer. No. They didn't even care. No.
1: Okay. So we are watching two people relocate a coffin. Is that the right word?
0: A yeah, coffin. A casket. A
1: casket. It's That's not a story. vampire. I know. I was like, that, I was like it's not Nosferatu. Uh, um,
0: although it is super old, we open up in this spooky graveyard on this old grave of Sister Agnes Fulton.
1: Who was alive from 1834 to 1861. Correct. Long, long time ago. One might say it was a long ass time ago. Um, yeah. And then so two people are relocating it. With, then, a,
0: with a tractor. With, yeah, well, they're unearthing it.
1: Yeah, then this isn't a uh, a grave robbing situation. Right. This, this is, is clearly, a project.
0: Somebody asked them to yeah, do this. They're
1: being asked to relocate uh, these caskets, um, and something starts to happen. It's a little spooky. The casket is starting to like f- decompose and crumble, and the guy who's actually helping guide the casket up is like. Oh, shit, something's about to happen. Then he trips and he falls. And then he goes to brace himself, but he braces himself on a fucking nail.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. It goes
1: through his hand. Like, so He's like,
0: ah! Like, right away, we're like, oh, this show isn't fucking around. No,
1: I was like, this is intense. Thank you for warning me.
0: Yeah, that's that nail goes right through his hand and we see it.
1: And then the casket breaks open and we are face to face with Sister Agnes Fulton. And what's different... Or what what's weird about this? What's situation? unusual?
0: Uh, I think that usually, um, if a corpse was dead that long that it would be a skeleton mm-hmm. and probably decomposed and no more skin.
1: Yeah, we got a full flesh situation with Sister Agnes. She looks like she just died.
0: And she's her eyes are open and her eyes are looking up at God.
1: Smash cut two. We are in a what well, kinda looks like a catacomb type thing with the body. Uh clearly m- clergy members are there uh assessing this because it is a interesting situation to yeah. have a body not hit the floor decomposed. Um generally bodies do hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the now, floor. Now they know. Now you're gonna owe them money. Um and enters poor man's Johnny Depp
0: he really shouldn't be called the poor man's johnny depp
1: i know it's really unfortunate because he is he's he's his own thing and i enjoy i really,
0: really like him in this show i like him in general and i think that he was good in this show
1: so he's being called in um we don't, i don't we don't hear his name i don't think until the very end but we know his name is paul it's
0: in the middle of the show when they when they first say it i wasn't paying attention it doesn't matter though yeah his name so is paul. paul we're calling him skeet though let's S- be real
1: ah skeet skeet motherfucker <laughs> that's my new podcast Okay, I'm writing that down. (laughs) Okay, so he comes in. We learn that he works with the Catholic Church. His whole thing is he is called in when people claim acts of miracles or acts of God, and he's going in there to either debunk them or... Prove that they are truly a miracle um, and then get to that like sanctity or whatever from the Catholic church to say that like, but mm-hmm. their their giant stamp of saying miracle on right.
0: top of it. Um, and they're like, have you ever seen anything like this before? And he says, yeah, once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so like he sees miracles a lot.
1: So he, so they're like, oh, like really playing it up to Mr. Skeet. They're like, hey, do you smell that? Lean in, smell in, just smell in. And they're like, you get that? It's sweet. That is the odor of sanctity. Mm-hmm. Um, it is
0: gross that he's, like, leaning in and taking a big old whiff big of old the dead whiff. body.
1: Um, and then what he does is he p- inserts a syringe into her eyeball and removes Whoa, liquid. Whoa, he's, like,
0: blowing right through that. Yeah, we get a close-up on a TV show of a syringe going into an eyeball. This is fucking some CSI shit. It's, like, nasty. Yeah. And then he, and then he unsyringes it. What's that called? Plunges, Plunges it down? Plunges
1: it onto what looks like a litmus test.
0: Yeah, and then we see the eye goop go yeah, it goes, onto it. <laughs> That's the sound
1: uh... we get. Um, And then somebody says, (gasps) alkaline. Like it's supposed to be like an act of God, but Skeet's like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we (laughs) smash cut back to the scene of the crime, aka the graveyard. I liked the the security, not security guard, the police officer here. It's Mm -hmm. familiar, but I'm sure. He might not be. I don't know.
0: I didn't I didn't recognize him. I did think it, f- it was funny that the police were like, whoa, watch it, buddy. We're waiting for somebody to check and see if this is a yeah, miracle. No,
1: his, his, his attitude was like, we gotta check for miracles or something like that.
0: But, like, what? When has a police <laughs> officer ever been like, nobody <laughs> touched the scene. We need to make sure that there's not a miracle that happened here.
1: I thought of this halfway through and too bad we had something to do tonight. Plus, you have to go to work. But I was like, we could totally make a drinking game out of every time they use the word miracle I would be dead like this lady okay he's like snooping he's being all Ted dancing. nope that's not the right word
0: I guess Ted dancing's on CSI
1: oh he was on CSI yeah. okay I was just like maybe another white guy okay yeah he's all Ted dancing up in this bitch um and he's like looking around and then he's like ah guys you guys are so stupid
0: well he immediately leans down and grabs something off the uh, from within the dirt that we yeah, can't he, I we can't he, tell what it is.
1: He gets a pit, I think, is what it is, th- right?
0: Well, yeah, it is what it is. But I thought it looked like a finger hey, at Michael. first. I thought he would like found like a, a a digit. Hey, Michael. Oh, okay. Morgan's so much smarter than me. If you saw somebody pick something up off the ground that was all covered in dirt, you would immediately think, That's probably an apricot pit, I bet.
1: Hey Michael, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> um, so Skeet has to go break the news to the the Catholic guy who called him in.
0: By the way, do you know this about apricots that they prevent dead bodies from decomposing?
1: Is I that real? Well, the alkaline in it.
0: Oh. That's what's
1: breaking down is the alkaline within the pit, gotcha. which I didn't. I I knew that that was a thing, but I didn't know
0: that it. Wait, helps. so why don't they just make dead bodies film full of alkaline and then they'll stay? There nice might forever.
1: be alkaline in an albut with that. Word. And well, that and embalming fluid. Is embalming actually, fluid. Yeah. Hey, we can get my cousin Joe on the phone. Joe, call in. Um, he was a Mortician. dead body dude for ten
0: years. That's what they called. <laughs> anyway, a DVD on the scene. So
1: he's like, "That's this is what's going on." Is the there's a whole bunch of peaches or apricots or whatever around, and the alkaline is breaking down, and that's what's what's preserved her. There's hey. No miracle here,
0: dude. And then the priest is like, um, I don't think so. This is super a miracle.
1: He's like, uh, fuck you. Um, And then Skeet's like, you know what? Fine. Fine. You got this on yourself then. And he, like, picks up a crowbar and he opens up another casket. And then there's, shows a body that's totally not decomposed. And he's like, looks like you got a whole town full of miracles. Suck a dick! And then, boom, and he's out of there.
0: But, like, I was... I was like, you can't just do that. That's so, that's a person in that that's like somebody's listen, grandpa.
1: Listen, he ain't got time to fuck around. Pretty sure
0: that's a crime that he just opened up another casket, but whatever.
1: <laughs> what? Somebody from the Catholic Church getting away with committing a crime?
0: Never heard of it.
1: Okay, we're not going to get into it, guys.
0: It's real <laughs> gross.
1: Um, what happens from here? Okay, <laughs> so na- now, so
0: now, well, first of all, this is the point where the okay, credit yes. of David Greenwald comes up. Yeah. Uh, so this is the second time David Greenwald has been on our show as a producer. He's the producer for Moonlight, mm-hmm. as as well as the main producer on uh, Angel. Yeah. So uh, immediately, I'm like, okay, we might be in some Good hands here, although Moonlight, pretty awful, but I was optimistic. Then we're introduced to Hector Elizondo, who character actor extraordinaire.
1: Yeah, amazing. Uh, I'm having issues. What was that? Chicago Hope. There we go. hmm
0: The Princess Diaries.
1: Yes. And others. <laughs> uh, so we learn, first of all, uh, Skeet's character calls him Poppy. Mm-hmm. Which was just making me think. uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? No, it was making me think of another podcast joke that I was making earlier oh, yeah, from yeah. the We Hate Movies clan. Hey, Poppy! Oh, um, podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so we we learned that Poppy was the head of the boys' orphanage that Skeet grew up in. So oh, they have. I wasn't a close- even
0: paying attention. I missed that.
1: Yeah. So, okay. he that's why he goes to him for gotcha. wisdom, is because he's like a he was father his figure. I boss.
0: Yeah, that makes more sense. No,
1: the Monsignor is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, he takes mr hector elizondo to coffee and is like what the fuck is this what have we been doing here guys like i'm tired of going to these places people have their faith jacked up and they're ready to be confirmed in what they believe is a miracle and i gotta come in and be the ones to boss to bust their balls and say no miracle here
0: when well, what he specifically says is like i've seen all this i've seen that i've seen all this crazy stuff but the one thing i haven't seen is the true spirit of god i was like oh dang
1: but it's presented in not a like i will say that for the shows it's not presented in a like we're not pushing what is the word what do i want to say
0: religion agenda
1: but yeah i don't yeah there's like no agenda in it it's just we're 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 living in this skies yeah
0: it, i mean i don't know there's a couple of times where it feels a little bit like like it it's it's making <gasps> yeah. a stand it's it's saying hey this is what we believe. But I don't think that you need to be a spiritual person to enjoy the show. Yeah,
1: there's a there's an overwhelming sense of hope, I think, in this. Kind of. And, and through faith. <laughs> there's also, there's also I mean, other stuff. But a search, like, searching for hope and searching for, I don't know. I feel like we're living very much, it's indicative of the post, very post 9-11 world. Yeah, yeah. At this time.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. But he is like, this is where we learn that he's like, I don't even know if I believe anymore. Yeah, I'm done with this. I need to take a break.
1: And he says, maybe, maybe we're on our own down here. Um, and Hector Elizondo's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go take your sabbatical. Go work on your faith because you're freaking me out a little bit. And um, we'll regroup later, right? And then we cut get to into
0: train, a train town. So yeah, hey, that's like the train that came by earlier. Oh shit. <gasps>
1: Um, uh, so <laughs> Skeet's on this train and he's looking out the window and he's watching the scenery pass by. And then he, first of all, he notices there's a kid, just a couple rows down That looks him. like a fucking zombie. Yeah. They overdid it with the makeup. He kind of looks like this kid reminds me of, uh, what's his name? Um, Miko. Miko Hughes? Yeah. Miko Hughes. He's got a little bit of that vibe going on.
0: I guess like, like when, when dead, when, when in Pet Cemetery when he comes back from life. Yeah. and dead Gage. That's totally Gage. what he looks like. Yeah, his name's Gage.
1: So he's, he's just like, he's got a baseball and his mitt and he's just like throwing it in to the mitt and it's
0: but is there like blood around his eyes and yeah. stuff. Like, it's like very, like, this is not supposed to be, first of all, this is obviously a dream like immediately. Yeah.
1: Uh, and Skeet looks out the window. He passes by a water tower that says God is coming. And then he looks back at the demon kid and the demon kid looks up and he's got red eyes and what does he say
0: says we're waiting for you
1: and then true exorcist style we get that flash of a demon yeah of like face. a
0: creepy face
1: like in the exorcist yeah this happens
0: one more time one more time two yeah, more times at least once more um,
1: um okay uh,
0: but oh no it was just a dream he, he wakes up and we get a uh, Mexican guitar cue. <laughs> yeah, but
1: I think he's actually like in the American Southwest.
0: I guess, but I mean, because there's clearly like some
1: First Nations people outside.
0: Okay, Which I well, guess could a, be Mexican. He's in too, the Southwest. But. I think he's in America. Yeah, but uh, it was a funny, it was a funny transition.
1: And then, so he's out. He's clearly like doing a Habitat for Humanity type okay, like, deal. He's or building, building homes. like a mission or whatever. Yeah, uh,
0: and he's got. A little bit of stubble. It's three months later. I was like, that's not a three month beard. But whatever.
1: No, Hey, maybe that's his miracle. (laughs) Um, So he comes back to his shitty little room and his phone is ringing and Poppy is on the phone. Poppy's like, yo, I know that you're taking your time or whatever, but I just want you to know that I need you to go look into this family, the Ferguson family, because Father blah 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 is saying that some weird shit's going down. And he's like,
0: and since you're like already in the neighborhood, yeah, can you just like, can
1: you swing by? So skeet, which I thought was kind
0: of weird, but I guess it's, I guess it's fine. But it is weird that like he's like on sabbatical and they call him and are like, hey, do you want to do this job? And he's like, yeah, okay.
1: No, but. I think trusting that maybe, you know, he's very close with this character and his this character might be, was like selling it like, we think this might be the, re- it could be the real deal. Right. And knowing that Skeet is kind of being conflicted with that, with not seeing the real deal and having to tell people Like, oh, maybe news. this will push you maybe Yeah, maybe this will restore okay, your faith.
0: Okay. I said it was okay, but it just was a little
1: Maybe bit we'll weird. restore his faith. Okay, so he drives into town and what does he see?
0: I don't know, but he doesn't have a beard anymore. And I was like, dang, he shaved to go. to." He rolls into town <laughs> and, and he sees the water, the tower, water tower, but it's, it doesn't say no, God is coming. It's
1: plain, plain water tower,
0: plain old red water tower.
1: Um, He rolls up to this house. There's a whole bunch of people out front with like video cameras and regular cameras and no cell, all the
0: kinds of cameras, but not
1: any cell phone cameras because we're n- not there yet.
0: No, 2003 would have still been, like, the Nokia's. No pictures yet, I don't think. Mm, somebody's gonna...
1: Don't Well, at unless me. you were, like, care. hella rich or something and had, like, a super fancy phone. Don't at me. We're playing Snake at this point. So, he knocks on the door and the mom opens up and she's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, no. She's, like, ready to slam the door in his face. And she's like, he's like, I got a phone call. Your father from your church was like... Father Marcus. Father Marcus said I should roll by and just check it out. I'm with the Catholic Church. And she was like, oh, Father Marcus has got a big old mouth. And we're like, yeah, he needs to learn in. to
0: keep his fucking mouth shut. And we're like, wow. Wow, jeez,
1: this is intense. Um, but she's
0: like high strung the whole time. Yeah, she's like, clearly, this woman's been through <laughs> some shit. She's, um, she's like, you're not sick, are you? You don't have any like kind of weird diseases or anything. And he's like, mm, no. So she
1: leads him up to this bedroom and we see the back of the head of this little boy. And then the little boy turns around.
0: His head turns all the way around. No. And he spits a green vomit.
1: And then he spider crawls out while he's peeing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he turns around and looks at Skeet and holy shit, is it the boy from the dream? It is the boy from the dream. Holy
0: shit. Uh, you forgot to say that. That.
1: I'm getting into what his deal is. Okay,
0: but Skeet already knows at this point, so.
1: Okay, so Thomas, the little boy, he has a rare. Hey, wait a
0: second. Thomas recommended this to <gasps> us. That's another do you think? Do you think that's why he likes this show? <laughs> I'm Thomas.
1: I'm miracles. <laughs> that's really rude. I like Thomas. Hey, Thomas. The... I think you and Stephanie are wonderful people. Don't listen to him. Michael does not represent my views. Um, so we learned that Thomas has a rare genetic blood disorder and somehow this is linked to his ability to
0: heal people.
1: He can heal people, which is kind of like, well, I wasn't saying healing people. I was saying make it rain outside, but <laughs> anywho. Um, so we learned that their proof is, It started a couple weeks ago, right? Is that the timeline they set up?
0: Yeah, it's been a few weeks.
1: Um, He went to go visit his grandmother who had a very uh, serious advanced stage of liver cancer. Yeah. And before they leave, he leans in and and hugs his grandmother and says, I hope you feel better.
0: And then the very next day, she was like tap dancing.
1: I don't have any cancer. She, yep. like, did um, a somersault out the front door. But then a miracle. the kid was that like, was a miracle. oh, my
0: tummy hurts. Yeah. Because we'll find out why. So then. So now he's like, the, I need to hear it from somebody who's had firsthand experience with being healed, which I assumed was going to be the grandma because they just talked about the grandma. She's busy. But she's not li- yeah,
1: living her life. She's in the
0: Bahamas. She was <laughs> yeah. like, I just survived cancer. I'm out of here. So he goes to this trailer park. And meets up with this lady. Oh,
1: uh, isn't it convenient that Tommy healed a very pretty lady? I
0: know it was really funny because, like, she opens the door and it's like this very attractive woman, and, and Skeet's like, like, "Oh,
1: hey, what's up?" There was basically like a guitar sting of like, wow
0: but she's wearing some heavy shades. Now, immediately, I was like, "She used to be blind." Yeah,
1: I was like, "She got sight
0: now." Yep, uh, but we don't know that yet. So he goes into. He introduces himself, and he's, let me tell you, skeet, one smooth motherfucker. Every time that he's with this lady, he's just, like, turning it on.
1: Yeah, it's those, like, like looking up mm-hmm. with, like, a little low angle and, like, a wide smile. It's like, mm, I Hey know,
0: there, lady. Uh, I know people like you. Listen, I work for the church, and I just have to ask you uh, yeah. a few So,
1: we learn that uh, Tommy's, Thomas, Tommy's dad... I guess knew her and said that after this proof, just one time with grandma, he was his like, dad he was heals like, people. Yeah, I, he heals people and suggested that um, yeah, his
0: dad is all about horn out his son to heal people. It, it's a problem. Um, so
1: he brings Tommy over to her house and he does the same thing. He, he hugs her and says, I hope you feel better soon. So that's, that's how he and can then, perform. his. Bam,
0: she can see again. Yeah. Only thing is, Her Her eyes eyes are super weird. And it looks fucking scary as shit.
1: It's like she takes off her glasses
0: because she's like, I don't see anything wrong with you. What could possibly be wrong? You woman wearing heavy sunglasses in the middle of the daytime in the inside house. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. And then she takes off her glasses and weird eyes. And then for the rest of this scene, Skeet is like, I'm uncomfortable with your eyes. I. That's exactly how I would react but Um, she's like i used to be blind and i'm waiting on my contacts so till then i have to wear these shades
1: and she's like full faith in this this happened because of tommy this is a miracle tommy god is working through tommy Mm -hmm. i believe this 100
0: cut to doctor's Uh, office and the doctor lady is like this is all bullshit tommy's not healing anybody she was already recovering from cancer before that Grandma happened, was, yeah, and the blind girl had like a ton of surgeries, and who knows when the fuck it got cured? Yeah. It could have been anything.
1: The progress was has been happening for a while,
0: and I'm like 100 percent on the doctor's side. I'm like, yeah, this this stuff. Well,
1: and she sums it up really perfectly by saying, people like to believe in magic, especially when it comes from a little sick boy. Yeah, and it, that makes sense. Um, so we get back to the house, and mom and dad are full fledged argument. Oh wait, I skipped over. The baseball scene, huh? You
0: did, but it doesn't really matter.
1: Skeet, so when Skeet is first introduced to this little boy, the little boy is kind of like offstandish with him, um, which I guess we were supposed to pick up on. I just pick up on it. Hey, there's another strange person in my house yeah. that's now staying with us. I would be reacting the same way. So Skeet tries to bond with the little boy because he obviously has to get to know him a little bit in order for him to, you know, See make a case. Real. Yeah. So he, the little boy's outside just kind of tossing a ball to himself.
0: Just really sad guys. <laughs> really sad.
1: Um. So Skeet goes out there and is like, "Let's play catch." And then he's like, "Because he to brought his him.
0: glove with him, I guess."
1: Um. He's and like, "Hey,
0: sport, let's have a let's have a catch." Uh,
1: little boy's like, "I don't really want to talk to you." And this is where we learn that Skeet was a an orphan. Um. And then Skeet's like, "Hey, I kind of picked up on this weird Wait. vibe from you."
0: So, I thought, because this is where I found out that he was an orphan, but you said earlier that Hector Elizondo is his orphan dad.
1: Yeah, and he says... That's so, right.
0: then you would have known earlier, I thought.
1: I, I picked up on it, not that it was an orphan, but I could tell that he was a father figure too.
0: Okay, him. and then we figure out later that he's actually... Yeah, it okay. solidified okay. it. Um, I just I, didn't want to think that I missed something, because I was like, well, the, what is this scene about? Hey. Because the only thing we learn in this scene is that he's an orphan. And... And that the the kid felt weird when they first met. Yeah.
1: Okay. So the little boy runs off and then he runs into the house. And of course, Skeet follows and the parents are full-fledged arguing. The mom makes the best case. She's like, hey, can we stop subjecting our children or our child to this? This is not okay. Every time he performs these miracles, first of all, he is, gets weakened or he feels sicker. He's getting, his condition is worsen, worsening. And the dad's like, God gave my son this gift and we would be wrong not to use it.
0: Yeah, there's a sick baby. Oh, yeah. And that
1: the, the impetus of the argument is the dad agreed to let this woman come over with her premature baby who's... Premature, I'm not entirely sure what what huh. he could do. Who cares? Um so the little boy sees his parents arguing, it's a real good home situation, runs upstairs, mom follows. Oh, she mom fo- mom threatens dad and says, I can take him away from you. Does she I didn't can even do that? You didn't catch up on that? Yeah, she's like, I can take him away. And I was like, You go, mom. Does do she it. mean like murder him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It second. gets dark. Um Slit little boy runs throat. upstairs he's sad because mom and dad are arguing because of him because he's causing problems in the family it's all the little boy's fault he's the cause of his parents unhappiness
0: Which, that's what he's saying
1: i know i'm just kidding i'm putting it on him because i'm
0: mean, but i mean he's right 100 I mean, percent. he, if should he be was never of himself
1: if he was never born maybe they would still be happy What well, that's it okay <laughs> so he's upstairs he's like apologizing to mom mom's like Hey, don't be a dumbass. This is parents working out their shit. And There's a tender moment here, whatever. So, whatever. We'll just get down to the Who cares? Next that miracle. seems boring. Yeah.
0: Then Skeet comes in, and and then we have a scene where the little kid's like, What happens when you die? Oh, yeah. And then Skeet's like, ugh, pulling his collar. <laughs> Yikes. Jeez, <laughs> uh, kid, these are heavy questions. <laughs> I'm kind of doubting my faith right now. This is a weird time for you to ask. But I guess I would like to believe that good people go somewhere nice. And then the kid's like, yeah but bad what happens if you're bad or or whatever he says and uh i oh, don't he says some creepy shit i can't remember what he says but basically the kid's like yeah that's one interpretation but there's a, what about like also other scary shit yeah um, um and then skeet's like yeah i don't know man
1: yeah poof.' You work it out. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, gonna grab a beer. Um. So then we, they go downstairs and the mom is there with her preemie baby. And of course, he's got to perform another miracle. He holds the small child. And I guess the child wasn't. It was kind of making noise beforehand. Maybe it had a lung problem. I don't know. I'm trying to dissect it. Um. And then so Tommy holds the baby and kind of holds it close and says, I hope you feel better soon. And then the baby starts crying full fledged. Yeah, the then- baby. And, fixed. so there's a moment where we got like a light pouring through and it's a really beautiful Dun-dun. like jesus moment and then blood starts to pour from his profusely from his nose and the he mom grabs the baby like, <gasps> yeah
0: now we cut to the second dream sequence i'm just gonna spoil it because oh, it's obviously a dream sequence i know
1: but it would have been fun to build it up anyway okay so... cut it
0: out no reach reach no. Re- re- no. Re- rewind this is the part of this, the show where another real thing happens. Go ahead, Morgan. I hate you so much. So... And this is real. Whatever. I don't, I don't want to play
1: anymore. I wish you would just play with me in this <laughs> space. Kidding. I'll cut it out if you want to cut no, it. No, keep it in. Keep all of this in. So Skeet is outside. He's w- taking a phone call. Poppy's calling again. The service is cutting in and out. And he's like, hey, yo, Poppy. Hey Poppy. What up? He's like, I think you're right. There's some weird shit going on here. It's I this is warranted. I should be here. Mm-hmm. Um and then it starts to rain.
0: But what does it rain? It's raining blood. Oh shit, it's like slayer. It's raining blood.
1: <laughs> Hallelujah. It's raining blood. Okay. Um, and then he looks up. First he sees the water tower, right? And it says God is he coming. I don't know. Cool. And then he looks over and to the train track, and he Tommy. sees Tommy on the train track with his baseball and glove, and then we hear a train coming.
0: Uh, uh, and in slow motion,
1: Skeet's like, no. no. And then the little boy gets hit by a train. <sighs> it's hilarious. It explodes. Um, okay, so he's in the room with Tommy being checked on by the doctor. The doctor's like, yep shit's getting worse and then skeet's like well hold on doctor i know some medical things did you try this and the doctor's like listen jesus man
0: the doctor's having none of his yeah sass.
1: i bought this doctor is first of all hero. she's like
0: what do you get paid by the miracle i was like oh dang she's throwing Sna- down yeah i was
1: like snapping left and right
0: <laughs> yeah and then she's and then she said if you want to be a doctor go to medical school
1: boom mic drop Smash cut Because two. he's
0: like, oh, did, yeah, did you try this one specific thing? And she's like, yeah, I fucking tried it. Yeah. I, she, I'm a doctor.
1: No, because he, she he's like, well, I don't know if you know this. And she's like, yeah, I know what it, I know what it is when I did it.
0: Yeah. I remember doing it earlier,
1: bitch. Okay. Smash cut two, skeets back with the pretty lady with the weird eyes. For this, a, <laughs> okay, so
0: this scene is so freaking out of nowhere. It's like, not
1: necessary. It, it would be necessary if there was at the end, he came back and they were getting... Together, we're establishing some sort of rapport.
0: If this lady is never in another episode, then what the fuck is this scene yeah. about? No, exactly. Which probably she's not. But uh, they're like building up a romantic relationship yeah, between them. That does not he, pay off because he comes over and he's just like, "Hey, baby, what's up? I was just thinking about you, and I thought like maybe we could have a talk about religion." Well,
1: and she even she concludes this whole this whole sequence by saying, "Yeah, miracles are like falling in love. You never believe in it." Oh, you never believe it can happen to you until it. Oh, you never believe it can happen. (laughs) Okay, back to to one, guys. Okay, all right. Red leather, red leather. Okay. Um. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Miracles are like falling in love. You never believe it can happen until it happens to you.
0: And real quick, I'm gonna cut in uh, a little bit of Skeet's smooth talking dialogue. Sorry, I'm just trying to sort some things out. you could do that with me yeah yeah i guess i did I guess i wanted to know what you think about all this oh shit that oh was God, so well,
1: that i don't was know where my panties went okay so we're so back. N- nothing else happens nothing, in that That's scene. a stupid scene. It should have been cut. It should have been on the floor. Okay. So uh, Skeet comes back to the little boy. The little boy is laying in bed and for some reason has a Lego kind of man without Not a, a Lego. face.
0: Yeah. It's like a little action figure that has no face. No face. And we That's fucking scary.
1: We don't address it. Um, And so we learn. I'm just
0: playing with my little plastic man.
1: We learn that Tommy had the same dream that Skeet did. He had the dream of being on the train.
0: And they're like. But and, and you were on the and he was like I was on a train and he was like and I had a baseball glove you had a baseball glove and they're like getting all psyched about like oh shit we had the same dream
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were really blown out over it um, and this is where the little boy starts to talk introduces the the theme of maybe there are some demonic forces at work here because he oh, yeah. talks
0: about the god I uh, like, earlier Skeet, Skeet says because um, basically he's like oh I'm starting to believe that this shit might be real. And instead of that being something that makes me feel good, I'm actually kind of scared because if that is real, yeah. so is the dark yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: the ying to the yang.
0: And like, I was like, okay, that's a pretty cool way of, of like bringing that up. Yeah. And um, then later now he starts talking to the kid about it.
1: Yeah, where he says, he's, the little kid says something to the effect of, I'm like, what kind of school are you going to? Yeah, he's like, yeah, seriously. He's like, in school we're taught that the dark is just the absence of light, but I believe it's its own thing.
0: Yeah, he's like, dark. I'm guessing that what the screenwriter was thinking was, they were saying like, there's no reason to be afraid of the dark kids. The dark doesn't even exist. All the dark is, is just an absence of light. Yeah. Which I'm so sure children understand. That concept. The, the difference between those things, but okay, whatever. And then he's like, I don't think that the darkness is." I think the darkness is real. It is something all on its own.
1: And I think it wants something. I think it wants me. Jesus. Okay, smash cut two. Skeet is sleeping like a sweet baby.
0: So, I don't understand this scene. Did they explain what was happening? Yes. Okay, go ahead then.
1: So, this, this is why it was important that I said earlier that the mom was saying, I can take him away. Okay. So, the mom is very clearly taking her child out of the situation. It's the middle of the night. She's waking up her son and her son's like, what's going on? And she's like, no, no, we got to get out of here. So, she's going to be kidnapping basically her kid. Oh okay.
0: Um I didn't I didn't hear that other scene so I didn't know what she was doing. I thought that she was going to be up to some like nefarious shit like she was taken into like some cult meeting or something where they had oh, like no. turned him into some kind of healing monster or something but that's not what it no, was. No, she
1: was trying to protect her child.
0: Um Can I pretend that's what it was? Yes. Okay.
1: So we'll let him pretend that, but yes. right. Okay. So Skeet's like, oh, I'm waking up right now, um, and I need to follow you guys. So it's raining crazy hard outside. They get into the car. They take off. Skeet runs out and gets in his car and starts to tail them. And as he's driving down the road, he passes by the water tower, but he's not asleep this time. And it says, God is coming. Oh, shit. And he's like transfixed on it and he isn't paying attention to but, what's happening ahead of him and the radio is like going oh, yeah, crazy the radio's out, and the light is kind of flashing <sighs> crazy um and he's not paying attention to his driving which is understandable it's
0: distracted driving
1: and it really he should is. have been
0: pulled over for it hey guys if you live in california then you know what we're talking about that's you, not a lot of other places right
1: i think it is in most states is it okay but yeah um okay so he's not paying attention and then he doesn't realize that Mom and Tommy are dead stopped in their car ahead because there is a train coming. And we get the most batshit scene I think I've ever seen in television.
0: It was genuinely shocking. Yeah,
1: I was very surprised. Because,
0: like, he sees them and then he stops and you're like, oh, he's not going to stop. He's going to crash into them. But he doesn't. He crashes through the railroad barricades immediately in front of the train and the train plows into him. And
1: we see this car or this train, like, push this car for a long ass time and it
0: rolls out. It's
1: very intense.
0: And you're like... Did Skeet, like, jump out before that happened? Like, what's going on? I I mean, no, Um, he didn't. He was in there.
1: He is flipped over in his car. And then, so the mom is like, holy fucking shit, she witnessed this. I don't think she knows necessarily that it's Skeet in the car.
0: She shouldn't. I don't think she does. So
1: she's like, tells Tommy, you need to wait here. I have to go get help. We We need to help this person, but you need to stay in the car. Does Tommy listen? Nope. He does not because he's bad. He's a bad kid. He's such a bad kid. Um, so he gets out and he walks towards Skeet and bends down and sees Skeet is way fucked up. Yeah, like on his last leg. Like, he's he's on gonna his way die. Out. And then so he Skeet looks at the little boy and right behind little boy. Okay, we need to back up for a second. Okay, so in the first story of this uh episode uh-huh. uh when he goes to leave the graveyard after telling the the priest it was uh-huh. all alkaline he looks out and he sees that there's a man watching him from another car drinking a coffee
0: okay i didn't pick up on that okay
1: so now he looks out beyond uh tommy yeah behind Tommy's, him we see
0: another figure standing there
1: we see the same man who was watching him before but then, then
0: it flashes to the demon face
1: and then we da- we do a demon uh, is it time a demon flash is it time for demon flash
0: Demon flash time I don't know what you're I don't know what you're building up I, I Are we supposed to do something?
1: You're going to put in a, a music stinger here just, just surprise me Okay
0: Oh, did you oh like that? Oh my
1: god That's that's what the kids call <laughs> that's what I
0: call music 20 <laughs>
1: That's That's a slap the slap? it's,
0: it's slapping it's slapping slapping the base i
1: know what the kids a slap about.
0: in the face
1: um okay so there's another figure and then he's like skeet's like holy shit there's somebody behind him and then he f- blinks and then there's a little there. boy no um and then he looks and his bo- his blood is pooling and the blood starts to spell out something on the it, window on the window and it says god is now here and then tommy's like I gotta do something. And Skeet's like, don't touch me, don't touch me, because he knows.
0: Yeah, because he knows that the kid is gonna like sacrifice himself yeah, to save Skeet.
1: He can't do a, This is gonna require a lot of his. Like
0: Skeet is like super dead.
1: Yeah. it gonna require all, this is gonna require a lot of his yeah. kid. Uh, so the little kid doesn't listen. He leans in and he kind of touches him and says, I hope, I guess says, I hope you feel better soon. Mm-hmm. Smash cut two, where are we?
0: Uh, In the office of the. His boss guy? No. We are in a church. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry.
1: And we got a super... Cut to
0: dead kid. (laughs) Dead
1: kid scene. You know how every successful television show needs their dead kid scene.
0: It is like almost comical that you cut... Like, it's a hard cut yeah. from Skeet being, like, saved by this to kid to, like, a casket.
1: An itty-bitty casket that you know is a dead it's kid. It's the kid. Um, Super sad. Skeet's here. Be- Skeet was selfish, and...
0: He didn't mean... He told him not to do it.
1: Well, the reason he was following the kid... Is for kind of selfish reasons. I guess. It's for his case. He sh- anyway, he knows it would have been better if the mom took him away from the situation.
0: Anyway, there's a anyway. Star Wars type scene where the kid appears to him and is like, gives him the thumbs up. And, yeah,
1: little Anakin.
0: And he's like, ah, I'm in heaven now, bud. See you later. And then disappears into the ether.
1: Um, now, it's fine
0: uh it's not exactly what happens but pretty much
1: now skeet's in with the monsignor and he's like look super miracle is the first time i've encountered this and the monsignor's like uh i got a lot of first i got a lot of eyewitness accounts but i don't have anything hard proof and skeet's like what are you talking about no this is super hard proof and monsignor's like "Nah, i've seen better good better luck next time like, like, he
0: healed me bitch
1: and skeet's like you know what and then, like he did, the cross arms over his <laughs> junk. He was like, eh, booyah kasha.
0: And then the audience was like, "Suck it!"
1: Yeah, and we all cheered. And he quits. It was great. He quits the Catholic Church. And then this is the best. Then he walks out of the office and he runs into Poppy Hector Alessandro.
0: Did you see this coming?
1: I didn't actually. Oh, I was very, neither. I okay, was pleasantly surprised yeah, by this. Yeah, yeah. No, this was great. Um, and Skeet's like all frantic. He's like, "Oh my god! I I just quit! I quit!" and <laughs> Hector Elizondo's like I'm, I'm so Glad to see you. it's been a while since I've seen you well, why, What do you mean you've quit and he's like The the kid in Arizona or wherever the You Ferguson's, were right this is always the thing this It was, was real thing. and it brought me back and I believe and Yeah it's-.
0: and then Hector Elizondo's just like What, what, are you talking what the about? fuck are you talking about
1: He's like, he's like, when you called me and he's like, we haven't talked in months.
0: That kid's been dead for 20 years. (laughs) Hector never called. It was, I was, it was cool. It was a cool reveal to be like, what? That was not even, I guess that was Jesus or Satan or something. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Hope it's Satan. I'm on board for Satan. Um Well, that so. seems
0: to be like where the show is saying. Like every time like all this all this cool like well, miracle yeah. stuff is happening, they keep being like, Oh, maybe it was Jesus, but I think maybe it was the devil. Yeah.
1: Which is which brings us to our next scene. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our next scene, I was sitting there kind of preemptively thinking about the question you will ask me in a little bit on whether or not this would work as a reboot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I would love this show. If it wasn't just from a first, like the one person's journey, I would love to be with him and somebody who's him paired up with somebody who's seen some shit. Right. That's where I want. I want that to be grounded down. So. We are now in a coffee
0: shop, and Skeet's like, "I don't know what I'm going to do." Oh. Also, we've we've gone through about fifty minutes or like forty minutes of this show, and the second main character has not been on the show. And I was like, "When is this other character going to come on?"
1: Right now, well, he's been he's been on though.
0: I guess he was like in the background, like you were saying, like, yeah. but I didn't I didn't notice that what is that it was that guy. And uh, so, yeah, so the other main character that's on the cover of the box, there's a third main character, but we'll get to that one later.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Skeet's sitting in a coffee shop just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. The Catholic Church is not an option anymore because I just super left.
0: He's just saying this out loud to himself like a crazy person. Yeah,
1: he's just like got a fork and he's like stabbing into the... For Micah. Um, and then we realized that the face that was watching him in the graveyards and then the face that was watching him while he was about to die behind the little boy is now sitting across the way from him in, this, in a booth. And he's like, Peter. <laughs>
0: That's my, my Angus mentality. Is he supposed to have an accent? I don't even know if he is supposed he
1: to. He was going in and out of it. I yeah. don't think he's supposed to, but he definitely says yeah, like every, Yeah,
0: on, on certain words it was coming out, so I don't know if it was supposed to be or not.
1: Uh and I think I write down, "Yes, there's Angus." Um so he's like being super creepy and Skeet's like, "Listen, I want to talk to you." And he's like, no, "No, no. You he says, what does he say? He says, you saw the blood or what did you see in the blood?
0: He just like straight up is just like, so what, what, what was the oh, blood? What, happened? What, what did he
1: say in that? What did you, you see in see that blood the there? Blood. Yeah.
0: And like without even introducing himself or, or any, any sort of pre talking, he's he, just this like, this is when you were like,
1: maybe there's some dark shit going on here, but I'm into it. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, what did you see in your blood? And Skeet's like, okay, well I can tell you what I, what I saw. And he's like, no, 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 no.
0: Well, right this it. guy has to. This guy has to kind of be like, "Oh, I I know what you saw. I've seen it too. I've seen all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. I'm am oh. s- somebody who can help with that." And then so now Paul is like, "Okay, I'll talk about
1: it." Yeah, and he's like, "Only f- he he gave out a number. He's like, only sixteen other people have seen experience. He gives six, it a name. Only
0: six people in the last twenty five years have seen the." And he calls it. Uh, it's called hemography. Hemography. Blood so the- spontaneously turning into words. Yeah.
1: So he's like, so Skeet, here's a piece of paper and a napkin, or or here's a a pen and a napkin, write down what you saw. And he goes ahead and he writes out, God is now here. Mm -hmm. And Angus is like, okay, well, that's really interesting. You know, it's, uh, he basically is like, people have seen similar words or, or people generally see what they want to see is what he's getting at. Right.
0: I don't think that's what he's saying, but I, I think that's, I, I think that's what it will eventually mean. Yeah. But basically, he's like, interesting that you see it written in exactly that way, which I had already figured out that it was going to be... Yeah, because it's a weird Because it's it's so awkwardly phrased. Yeah. It's It's supposed to be, God is nowhere. Which
1: is what he writes down, Angus writes down and passes it back to Skeet and is like, God is nowhere.
0: All the other six people saw God is nowhere, but because Skeet is a true believer, he saw God God is is now now here. Yeah.
1: Um, And he's like, hey, I'm a part of the super secret society who's tracking all this shit and there's a lot of... all across the globe there's some weird shit building up and skeets like what to the end of days and it's like "Mm -mm, maybe prone here's my card to the super secret society and then we have a totally unnecessary scene
0: (laughs) well so okay so I, i know why this scene exists but so he goes up he we get this weird shot of him coming into this smoky hallway and i was like where is he walking into like heaven it's like so much smoke but he walks through that and then he goes up the stairs, and then we're expecting it to be the guy opening the door, but it's not. It's this lady, and she's like, "Hi, Paul. Please come in." That was not my unnecessary scene. Oh, what was your unnecessary scene
1: leading before that? Because the name of the society is like Solaritas Quarto or whatever. Okay. It was a scene of like the passing
0: over the dictionary, like defining each word. Oh, weird. I yeah. didn't even. It was so unnecessary that I didn't I was even like, remember. We it. don't
1: need to do this. We're not that stupid. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's the end of it. It's a so, pretty lady and answers the door and is like, so,
0: come on in. So the reason is because she, first of all, she has to be in the episode because. She's,
1: no, that part is necessary. She
0: had to be credited because um, she's the she's the third main character. Yeah. But so what they did is they shot the whole pilot, but the pilot doesn't have that character in it, even though the character is part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, when they made the the show Bible or whatever, they, she's part of it. But in the, in the pilot, she's not in it. So they shot the pilot and then it got picked up and they were like, okay, well, we have to put another scene with her in it because she's one of the main characters. She has to be in every episode because she's credited at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so they just shot this extra scene for it to be like, and there's this other character. We'll-
1: oh, I feel like that was necessary because it that book ends it. Now we know we can close a chapter on this. Now we know starting with the second episode, he's now in, in bed with these people.
0: But it didn't have to be this random character. We don't know who it is. Oh,
1: no, it's fine. That, that just to me read as like, this is a bigger thing. It's okay. not just the guy. We now have other people involved that we're going to be introduced to. End of pilot.
0: It's a miracle. We made it through it. Morgan, we are running Jesus Christ, so running long. low on time. So it's time to say something nice. Should we do music cues? I feel like we never do music cues. You're the producer on this. I don't know. Do you think like we need them? I do. Okay. And next up is I already forgot what it was. Say something nice. <laughs> Welcome to say something nice.
1: Oh hi! Thank Did you, you like so our much, new Michael.
0: interstitial music? You know music? what?
1: There, I feel different. I feel lighter. I feel more alive. I feel invigorated. I feel invigorated.
0: Verd- I feel vibrant. Invigorated.
1: Um, yes, I'm gonna say just the overall I, the storyline in general. I I like a lot. I like these kind of darker shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Yeah, we
0: didn't really talk about it, but the whole atmosphere of the show is very dark. It's like yeah. like a gritty dark serious but like in a cool spooky way yeah like, it, like the x-files
1: yeah it's very it's got a lot of but not as the x-files has a little more camp to it this has no it's absent of camp yeah well this and is the fine. early
0: 2000s so it's like kind of a different era but yeah
1: no i i think just i there's a lot i i don't even know if i could pinpoint it down i i would say the storyline in general it has me in intrigued and again just kind of that vibe outs the more from the priest point of view of Uh, the exorcist Mm -hmm. that's what i'm i that's what it feels like that's what it kind of satiates for me Mm -hmm. um so i'm i'm on board
0: i'm gonna say my thing that i liked about this is skeet ulrich um i think that he's awesome and underused he's in another show that got canceled quickly that people absolutely love called jericho Mm -hmm. which i've never seen but after watching this and uh this show being good I am like I should watch that other show and see if that's good too, because he's a really good lead. he's charismatic, he's interesting, he's got like a dark edge mm-hmm. um which is cool, so it makes him i don't know it makes makes his character a little bit more interesting, like he doesn't seem like just like a oh I'm just a yeah,
1: he's not Joe pretty boy, yeah,
0: so yeah, and I thought he was great in this, and I yeah, it's hard to say a single thing because, like Morgan said, this was a pretty solid show, yeah I, I think like like uh invasion. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see watching more of it and I can definitely see, well, we'll get to that in a second. Now it's time for, would you watch another episode? Welcome to, would you watch another episode? Oh, thank
1: you for having me on, Michael. Thank you so much. Maybe
0: we don't need interstitials for every segment. Uh, Would you watch another episode?
1: Uh, Yes, I would. I absolutely would. (laughs) next okay, next question <laughs> would you michael michael would you watch another episode we do own the dvd
0: well we are borrowing it but i can i can, uh, we can watch him we don't own it no, no thomas did not buy it for us he just mm. bought it so that we could watch it i will return it to him um, but we can there are, there are ways <laughs> of, of retaining things from DVDs. Anyway, we, I, I do, I don't know when we're going to have time to watch this show because mm-hmm. I do want to watch Invasion genuinely too, but it's a show I would absolutely keep watching. There are a little bit of things about it that I don't like to be honest. Morgan and I are not people of faith, even though we were raised, uh, mm-hmm. Christian. So these kinds of stories have like a weird taste for me because, it reminds me of that time in my life, but mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to be like, yeah, I'm on board with this story because the skeptic part of me is like, I guess, like, <laughs> but yeah. but it's it's very fascinating, very well written, very well acted, made show. So yeah, I would keep watching it because I'm interested to see where it goes.
1: And to that point, yeah, there is some. There are a lot of things that uh i haven't dealt with from my childhood um but i do i do always appreciate objectively uh, any stories of people having uh, to struggle with faith or like have to come to terms.
0: No. And that part of it, that part of it's good. And uh, people reflecting on, on on that kind of stuff. But it just is like, it feels like ultimately this is a story of like, and yeah, God is super real. Yeah. Um, But
1: also the dark side, which is also something that,
0: which is, which is great storytelling material. So like, I have no problem getting into it. Michael,
1: what's your problem?
0: No, I'm just saying like, that's,
1: Hey, what's your damage? That's
0: my only hang up and no judgments on people who feel otherwise. That's just our personal, my personal,
1: yeah, thoughts. and my
0: personal um, thoughts. Morgan, it's time to, are you ready? We're gonna... Cut the shit! Time to cut the shit. Morgan, do you got something to recommend?
1: I do. Uh, this is not my podcast re- recommendation because they're too big for me to recommend. Oh, no, um,
0: we're doing Cut the Shit. I know. Okay.
1: That's what I'm saying. This is something I enjoy. This is a piece of media that I enjoy. Gotcha, gotcha, It just gotcha. happens to be a podcast. This is a little-known podcast, just kidding, it's a very big one, called Radio Lab. <laughs> No, I'm just, I was just listening to, I was catching up on some stuff. Uh, it, the, you guys all know what it is. Um, I super love them just because I love the idea of taking something super innocuous and just finding something innocuous and in that you were like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But they always find that one angle that you never thought of. Um, they just did, uh, recently a three part series on reproductive mm-hmm. things. That's super fascinating. Wieners Wieners. Vaginas. And but jeans. Um Anyway, I just, a shout out to them. I They give me such joy every time I listen to them. So, Radio Lab.
0: Nice. I, I've never listened to it, but of course it is a humongous podcast. Yes. I'm going to recommend, because we watched Miracles, I'm going to recommend something in the similar vein, mm-hmm. which is the 1999 film, Stigmata. Oh yeah. Starring Patricia Arquette. This is a really, really underrated horror film that it's really cool because it's about someone who doesn't believe in God receiving stigmata, which is basically reserved for like the most devout mm-hmm. religious people. They receive the wounds of Jesus as, like, you did it. You are, like, the strongest believer. Yeah. Uh, and she's just, like, this, like, sinful person that is just, like, not even, I don't I don't give a crap about God. And then she starts receiving them, and the, the Catholic Church is like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. And you're like, dang, the Catholic Church has dropped headphones like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, Left But right. it's a, it, it's kind of, it's similar in the tone of, like, The Exorcist and stuff like that, but it's sort of taken from, like, the opposite like, because because it's like the wounds of Jesus. Like it's a really weird, bizarre story, but it's super fascinating, and is also like in this similar tone of like people struggling with faith and stuff. Because of course, there's a a priest in it who is struggling with his faith. Mm-hmm. Also, I love Patricia Arquette, and I would watch anything with her in it. She's so. my girlfriend, uh, and she's on CSI Cyber, and she's in Medium. That got canceled. <laughs> Medium. Medium's is a show about a spike. psychic. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Okay, what do we do next? Uh, podcast recommendations? Uh,
1: yes, so quickly. Um, guys, Radio Lab. Radio Lab. <laughs> this Check American
0: Life. And I'm Ira
1: Glass. No, so quickly, uh, we are getting into my favorite time of the year. I So just get, strap in. There's going to be a lot of ghost and paranormal uh, recommends coming up and if you have oh, any
0: well all of october which is five tuesdays we're going to be doing horror shows so hopefully you guys are into that yes we're also be doing it.
1: send us recommends for that also i'm don't gonna say...
0: though because i already have it scheduled <laughs>
1: okay never mind don't but, but don't maybe bother. if
0: you have something really good that i haven't heard of that's a horror show I actually do definitely what send do you want them to
1: do michael do you want them to send in or not
0: do send them in but don't get your hopes up because i already have five shows lined up so do but don't do but do
1: uh, uh just so quickly do, but don't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Another very large podcast. This is just very quick uh, that I look forward to every year. I enjoy uh, a a little program out of Oakland, California called Snap Judgment. Great, great show. But every October they do their spooked series, and I fucking love it. It's true stories of people telling their spooky, spooky stories. Um, I say all of this to then spiral off to a more indie podcast. I discovered a podcast on my five-hour drive home called Ghosting Around. Uh, with Kathleen DeRose, I'm hoping that I'm saying this all right. and John Kaysen. Um they they look into different towns and they uh, highlight uh, historic like historic accounts of of ghost stories and ghost sightings and it's super well researched, but it's also like toned, it has the tonality is kind of that of like a a public access Sven spingoly kind of production value to it uh Kathleen is like really really earnest and uh very much on 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 the research side of and the storytelling side of things and John is there too but he's also got the he kind of keeps it lighthearted and kind of makes it to where we're not taking it so seriously so
0: she's earnest and he's earnest scared stupid yes
1: exactly genuine Miak. um so ghosting around check it out it's great
0: Okay, um, I'm going to give a shout-out to a listener, um, Bentley. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yeah, hey, Bentley. Uh, she gave us a rave review on iTunes, and we super appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Um, she listened to us, guys. She listened to us, and she she gave us a review. You should do it, too. Um, so, yeah, awesome for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and my recommendation this week is going to be Home Video Hustle. Um, which is a podcast that I just started listening to, but am quickly it's becoming one of my favorites. Uh, PJ and uh, Brent are awesome. They know so much about trashy garbage movies and good movies and everything in between. Um, they really know their stuff. And I really, as somebody who's like a hardcore geek, I really appreciate people that talk about things. And deeper than just like, oh, what's the new release that came out this week? Or like, what? Hey, what do you think about, uh, you know, Halloween or, you know, the big famous horror things or whatever? And I'm always like, that's cool. But like... I want a podcast that digs deeper, and these guys do that. They they watch some pretty pretty awesome stuff and uh, and have some pretty out there uh, tastes. Sometimes they did Mortal Kombat Annihilation, a movie that I think is borderline unwatchable, but that Brent knows and every single line of and can quote just like freely, which I think is so awesome. Like I love when people can love things that are not yeah that not everybody does. You know yeah. like. There's no reason that
1: there's usually, you have to
0: universally hate something. Some things are good.
1: There's a stigma, generally, with, with movies like that. And yeah, like, you
0: can't like it. But, but, you know, if you do, like, that's great. You like what you like. Exactly. And you should be
1: able to celebrate it.
0: Um, and these guys are great. They have such great chemistry. And, honestly, the the tone of their voices is, like magic oh right seriously like they got great (laughs) podcast voice anyway home video hustle check them out uh and they gave us a itunes review too thank you
1: so i'll just quickly tag on to you because i know you well it was you were very there was a bright light in your eye when you were talking about that podcast and like you had discovered kindred spirits so that's a big shout out to them
0: Alright, I think that's gonna do it. Thank you for listening to Bad Reception. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BadReceptionPod. I do both of those. Uh, tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch. Uh, links and recommendations are all available in the show notes and at BadReceptionPod.com. Um, also, this week, we are recording about 400 podcasts. Uh, we're going to be guests on three, I think, and so much stuff coming your way. It's a lot of, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but we got lots of cool stuff coming your way, and like I said, lots of fun stuff for October. So, I'm Mike.
1: I'm Aryan
0: And that's the end of the podcast. Love that graphite. Goodbye.